Please put your hands together for your hosts, Michael Hing and his crew. Fred Hogan home, my name is Michael Hing, and jo- oh, hang on, just before we do this, are we recording? Yes, we are, hell yes. Wow, there's always um, a first time for everything. Yes, uh, my name is Michael Hing, joining me as always isn't Ben Jenkins, who has tragically pissed himself to death. <laughs> Instead, we are joined by a man on the brink of madness, it's Tom Walker. Hello. <laughs> um... Now, thank you all so much for coming to this. Uh, this is a podcast that is nominally about classifieds. Yep. Um, but before we crack into it, I do. Uh, Tom's had a big achievement this week. A big, a big week this week, Tom. Don't do this. Um, <laughs> don't do this. So You're on TV. If people, if don't. people don't know Tom, um, <laughs> don't start. Gosh. You want to um, cut that off at the pass? Oh, can, can I? Can I do the joke I did at your wedding? Yes. Um, uh, I was. I was. Uh, I was gave a speech at Tom's wedding because I mean, you know. I'm affordable, and um, <laughs> I, and uh, there, there I, I, I said a lot of people wouldn't know Tom, might not know what what Tom does or what, you know who he is. Um, Tom is a comedian um, in the same way that the 9/11 hijackers were pilots. Um, <laughs> he's um, he spent a lot of money on the training, um, <laughs> but you wouldn't entrust him with I don't know a commercial enterprise anyway. <laughs> So, Tom, what comedy did you do this week? Oh, uh, and thank you so much for speaking my wedding, Michael. It was, <laughs> it was honestly so gutting for Demi and I that Lawrence Lung dropped out. <laughs> but we were able to find a replacement on very short notice. <laughs> very available. <laughs> uh, I did a stream. I've fallen into coin madness. Uh, I, I did a stream with the goal of uh, the stream wouldn't end until I flipped a coin and I got ten heads in a row. <laughs> but if I got ten tails in a row, that would add one to the number of heads needed to end the stream. <laughs> and so within so the first two... What? what time did you start? I started at 3pm. Okay, and then what happened? Uh, what happened was eight and a half hours <laughs> eight, and, eight and a half hours and honestly a distressingly up close and personal understanding of the chaos of chance <laughs> you can intuitively know that there's no way you can affect the coin but around the four hour mark you do start to think to yourself I'm getting better at this <laughs> So that that's means- about the time we're getting five heads in a row has happened a few times. <laughs> so what time did you finish? No, you must. What I finished finish? around uh, like at midnight thirty. That means no, that's nine and a half hours. Well, but for about an hour of that, yeah, for a half an hour up front, I was telling people, yes, I really mean it. I am going to be just flipping a coin. <laughs> There was a um, lot of explaining to people that it wasn't just a title. <laughs> well, what was what, what's uh, perhaps um, relevant to this audience as well is that Ben Jenkins, um, who has pissed himself to death tragically, made a surprise appearance at your stream. Yes. Now he texted me as he was heading over, uh. and I don't know because I didn't watch because I've I don't know got other stuff on. But he mm. uh, he texted me and and as he was on his way over, and you turning to Tommy Little, you won't believe what this little worm is up to. <laughs> <laughs> And he said to me, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on Tom's stream uh, if he's still going at 8 o'clock. He would still be going on at 8 o'clock. Um, here's something you may not know about me. I can... Oh, sorry, you guys might know that Ben, as a child, because he was lonely, did a lot of close-up magic. He says, here's something you might not know about me. I can rig a coin toss pretty convincingly. I think I could do it ten times without anyone noticing. 
So his plan was to go in and just rig it and then do it ten times in front of you mm. and then make send you insane. Did that did would it, happen? Would it surprise you to hear that Ben Jenkins has a higher estimation of his skill at close-up magic <laughs> than perhaps he deserves? <laughs> Never have you met a man more convinced of his own cunning. <laughs> He's in many ways the classic Dungeons and Dragons goblin. <laughs> Um, so he, he wasn't successful in, wasn't in, successful in right. that but did clearly get I, I think he saw in me a cautionary tale because he <laughs> unlike me had to stop and go home to his wife and two children <laughs> where I, I was free to coin all night <laughs> and I think it's moments like that that really make you appreciate the things that bind you to this world <laughs> All right, well, uh, shall we introduce our guests today then, now that we've got through your madness? Yeah, that sounds uh, nice. We are joined today by... Are you guys ready? Yes, I'm going to assume so. They needed to pee five minutes ago, and I think I've given them some time, so... <laughs> well, I hope this is good. Um, you, uh, our first guest, you would know her as, uh, from the Comedy Festival Galas, um, from radio, from television, from social media. Would you please welcome to the stage the very funny Nikki Britton! <laughs> yes! Uh... Yes, uh, you were also you've, you've done the show before, haven't you, Nikki? Once before, once yes, before once before in Melbourne. Melbourne. I think. Oh, one live. So I one c- of the live shows. No I don't know if we recorded that one. It may have. Did we? I don't oh. know. Anyway, it was. It oh, is? you just okay. couldn't put it to air. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're very bad at recording them, Nikki. Um, but thank you for coming back. How have you been? Are you well? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so thrilled. I panicked just as I walked out and went, oh, "Are we on stools?" Because I always wear a dress too short. Oh right. Um, you thought anyway. these creeps in the front row would be trying to upset. Skirt you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No chance. <laughs> um, Fucking disgusting permits. Leave her alone. Wow. <laughs> in the gap. You were ju- there was just a gentleman in the front here doing the I'm watching you, but towards the gap between me and Tom. So <laughs> he's po- he's I was polite really eyes. quite reassuring, <laughs> if anything. Very good. Keep uh, your eyes on the neutral. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, would you believe out. a podcast audience isn't willing to make much eye contact? <laughs> Holy dooly. Um, bring out our other guest. Uh, first time on the show, uh, but he assumes he shows me he's recently gone mad on a, uh, a chase through Victoria trying to do some internet commerce. Would you please welcome comedian Ben Elwood, everybody? Hi, everybody. Um, hi, hi, hi. Hello, Ben How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Very, very well. Um, so well, as a pleasure f- to be here, by yes, the way. Yes, thank you so much. Um, uh, now, as a first-time guest on the show, we always ask people, mm. uh, have you ever bought or sold anything online, Ben? What's been going on with you? Uh, I have both bought and sold online before. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so when I was about 19, 20, I became quite big in the toy collecting world. <laughs> You do a fucking live stream of flipping coins and playing video games. Don't judge me, motherfucker. No, I'm just always amazed that everything I find out about you is from someone, a new life. Yeah. Okay. I, was, I was really into... Uh, the Palisades Toy Company made this line of Muppet figurines and they were highly detailed. Like When you were 19 or 20, did you still look like a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wear the baseball cap to cover my baldness when I was 19. I had a full, luxurious head of hair. Oh, the children swooned as he walked past. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, sir, are you wearing a hat to cover baldness? Yes, my brother. Any motherfucker that wears a hat indoors on a Saturday night that isn't bald should be fucking genocided. All right. Um, 
<laughs> so I used to collect these Muppet toys, and uh, they had like they were so detailed. They had like speckling in the face, like to represent the foam rubber oh, sure. of the actual mm-hmm. puppets. They're wow. incredible. They're incredible. Uh, and and like spent a lot of money on them. Had a custom made glass shelf. Hang on, what's a lot of money? What figures. What are you pa- What are you paying? Well, they were probably upwards of about sixty dollars a figure, oh. and they. The ma- <laughs> this is so fucking embarrassing. They used to. It gets so much worse as well. They made dioramas, so they made the electric mayhem. You know the band, and none of you know this because you're adults. And uh, <laughs> they made the electric mayhem band diorama with little swivel lights, right. an animal on the drum kit, uh-huh, and that cost uh-huh. like three hundred bucks. And uh, and I, I bought all the toys, and I had a special glass case made. And then when I was about twenty three, I took an outrageous dose of magic mushrooms, uh-huh. and I lay on the carpet of my apartment like just <laughs> transcending time and space sure and all my atoms remembering everything they've ever been like oh dinosaurs and trees and I'm all things and oh my god and when I came out of this state mm. I sat up and the first thing I saw was the glass shelf of Muppet toys <laughs> and I almost vomited at the grossness of my own consumption <laughs> <laughs> and so two days later they were boxed up and put on eBay <laughs> and I got like 10% of cost because they were out of the packet <laughs> uh, and finally he fucked yeah. after that <laughs> yeah. you're actually yeah, not later. that far off the mark. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeks get real wet when they come home and see your Muppet toy collection. Yeah. All right. oh my uh, God. So I can really see by the dust where the toys used to be. <laughs> <laughs> the emptiness in my heart is shaped like Bunsen honeydew. Uh, anyway, about a year ago, I turned 41 uh, and had a full-blown midlife crisis and thought, I mean, I, have you tried to recreate your youth as you move on in time um, and what space? Do you, I'm sorry, I'm... <laughs> It's because you're the closest one to me. I mean, this guy plays video games for a living. (laughs) Anyway, I was trying to recreate my youth and all of a sudden it seemed really essential to get the Muppet toys back. You know what I mean? We're getting the gang back together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Literally. Taking this shit on the road. Wow. So I found a a seller on Facebook Marketplace that was selling them new in packet for like, look, it was about $2,500 for the collection. But, 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 but. That was like a quarter of what they would normally go for. And and they lived in Melbourne and I just happened to be going to Melbourne for work in the next week. Mm. Driving or flying? Flying. Uh, And so... <laughs> I, 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 I boarded a Virgin flight with an empty suitcase <laughs> to travel to rural Victoria and buy two and a half thousand dollars worth of Muppet toys. <laughs> But the wow. worst thing was, it was during a work day, and like we have a scheduled Zoom meeting at 10 a.m. And Can I we could, say what you work for? No, we won't say what you work for. I work on the show Hard Quiz, and we had a scheduled Zoom meeting at. T- they don't know this, so I hope I don't get fired. But whatever. <laughs> uh, we had. A, so I said, I'm going to work from home on Thursday because I was. I had agreed to meet the Muppet Lady at, at midday. <laughs> Muppet Lady. The Muppet Lady. She was a lady. Yeah. <gasps> wait, was wait. she single? Yeah, no. Oh. She but was imagine selling. Imagine what a beautiful no, no, no. story that would have been. They were her husband. Muppet toys that were in storage. (laughs) Okay. Who was you? Did you meet her? That would have been like universes colliding if you met the husband and then you two fell in love. (laughs) I relocate to Melbourne for the Muppets. Uh, So I 
said, oh, I'm going to work from home on Thursday. And we got a 10 a.m. meeting on Thursday. And so I patch in on Zoom. I'm like, sick, this is great. Do the meeting, get on the train, be at her place by oh, 12. Oh, of course, because you don't drive. Yeah, I don't drive. So you had to get a train oh, to I had to get two oh fucking God. trains to rural Victoria to get the, with an empty trundle suitcase. And, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> at 10 to 10, I get a message from my boss going, bad news, the meeting's been delayed. It starts at 11 now. I'm like, fuck. What, like, what do I do? And so I get on the train and then it gets close to 11 and I'm like, I got to patch into the meeting. <laughs> so I get off the train at a random train station, but I'm like, I can't be near the train station because the sound of the train will come through the Zoom call. So I find this like scummy alley <laughs> that is far enough away from the train station and I patch into the call, but just as it's starting, I forget to blur my background. <laughs> and so there's some like bins behind me <laughs> and as soon as I like blink into the call they're all like where are you and I'm like oh I just went for a walk to like get the creative juices flowing you know and they're like but where are you and they're like turn the computer around and as I turn the computer around this garbage truck is like boop <laughs> like backing out of the <laughs> Anyway, I ben, made it to the ben, Muppet Are you working from home in the alley you live in the bins? <laughs> <laughs> Which you've known you've known me for a long time. Yeah. Ten years ago that wouldn't have been so out of the question. Uh, anyway, I made it to the Muppet Lady's You're house. Literally on time. Oscar the Grouch in a bin. <laughs> it's a Jim Henson reference. Not one of the Muppets, but still. He well, he's technically a Muppet. It's Sesame Street. He's technically Muppet. yeah, yeah he's they, got a hand. They up never him. made a toy of him though. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Animal's drum set was the only thing that didn't fit in the suitcase. And so I had to have him on my lap on the flight home. <laughs> and a lot of people would walk past and go, oh, that's a cool toy. Did you get it for your kids? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I got, it. Yeah, yeah. I got it for my kids. And I've since, I want to sell them again, but I'm scared of this happening again in a decade. <laughs> Every so I put years. them in a box and they're in my mum's garage. And it's just like, just put the fucking quarter of $10,000 worth of Muppet toys in the garage and be done with Okay, I don't like yeah. you still being like, oh, it's two, two and a half grand is a quarter of what you pay. Can't... They're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> you have to understand, they're worth as much as anyone is willing to pay for them. And you, fundamentally, you're not the type of person who sells collectibles for a profit. <laughs> you will take them out of the box and play with them. And no, then no, no, you no, will... they're not out of the packet. This time I didn't take them out of the packet. This, they're in the fucking no, packet. No, this time I'll do it right. This time it'll be different. <laughs> I've got a system. I've got a system. When Frank, when Frank Oz dies, those toys will be worth a motherfucking fortune and I'll be laughing, all right? <laughs> You'll be laughing then. I'll be laughing. <laughs> None of you will be laughing at me. I'll be laughing at you. <laughs> anyway, that's my eBay story. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, share this one with you guys. But I don't know if we've done it before, but it's, I think it's pretty good. So we'll just cut it out if we have done it before. So also, because you've listened to this podcast and I haven't, let me know if we've done this before. <laughs> also, if you listen to the podcast, we all know he's not going to edit it. <laughs> Uh, Michael's got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies at the moment. He doesn't have time to listen back to <laughs> this recording. Well, I'm very okay? busy. Uh, this is taken from uh, Reddit r slash Legal. Serious question. Can I wear a judge wig to court despite not being a judge? <laughs> have we done it before? No? Great. I went to family court today and... We'll... <laughs> <laughs> the odds are, as, as a, you know, the, the expert on odds as a result of Coinstream, I reckon the odds are one to a million that the follow-up is, I'm a busy single mum. 
<laughs> yes, yes. I went to a family court today and we'll go back in about a week. The judge was not wearing a wig. I was disappointed with this. I feel that if he's not going to wear one, someone needs to step up and shoulder that burden. <laughs> I have researched this extensively and have found nothing that says this is against the rules, but I've also found nothing that says I'm allowed to do this either. Am I allowed to wear a wig in court if I'm not a judge? Uh, now, Tommy, are you a lawyer? Uh, not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anything can happen. <laughs> I mean, I think no harm, no foul, right? No harm, no foul. Look, I think as long as you're able... To just, if, if things get rough, if so, they start being like, you can't do that, you're impersonating the judge, you just flip that bad boy around. <laughs> Suddenly, oh, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, I remember being mad at someone, but now there's, oh, oh. <laughs> Also, get off the family court, now the kid's yours. <laughs> Probably, I don't know how, uh, again, not a lawyer. <laughs> I feel um, it didn't specify what kind of wig. We're assuming it's a judge's wig. Oh, you think it could just be like a clown wig or something? Yeah, like yeah, a, like a red afro. Yeah. <laughs> Turning up to the, my family court appointment with one of those ruster wigs. <laughs> Get cancelled for a different reason. Yeah. Could, did you wear a wig for a while, Tom? Oh, look. <laughs> yeah, I have wig, wig mode on my stream or something. No, 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 but didn't you... My understand, didn't you cut your hair into a monk? Yes, that was... I would wear a hat at all times. Which Correct had hair choice. sewn into it? No, oh. I, I cut... I cut my hair so there was a... And I'm sorry to the bald people in the attendance, but I, <laughs> like, several years ago, I, I cut my hair so it was completely bald under the area that's covered by a baseball cap and then wore a baseball cap at all times. Yeah. And then during my show, yeah. I would use a, something called the hook of revealing yeah. to reveal several things, culminating yeah. with that. And that was the year that I met my now wife and we started fucking. <laughs> And I gotta say, yeah, they are. There's no feeling better than having the, the, the love of your life run her fingers through your fringe and then nothing else. That's <laughs> yeah, the stuff. You know that reaction that the audience had when you took the hat off and they all howled with laughter yeah. at how grotesque you were? Yes. Yeah, that's my reality. <laughs> yeah, have you, because you are bald, did you ever think about, like, I, I think know. about getting a fucking Turkish hair transplant every day of my fucking life. Really? Every day of really? my life. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, you should get yeah, it. A, don't. The bald guy, if you can't, you can't see it, but the bald guy's dismissing me with a contemptuous way. You're wearing a pork pie hat inside, motherfucker, so don't tell me <laughs> that it doesn't fucking bother you as well, all right? <laughs> so every when person. you say you think about it, I, I, I've obviously, I haven't looked into this, but what yeah. would that involve? Flying to Turkey and then saying, hey, take skin from somewhere else, put it on the top no, of my they, head? No, so they, they take hair out of, like, regions that are th still thick and full, mm -hmm. and they basically, like, staple them in. Like, I mean, I'm so far gone now that, like, there's, there's not a lot... My paranoia would be that they would take it from the back, staple it here, and then I would start going bald in the back. <laughs> so I would have like a luxurious head of hair on top, but like the reverse monk. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'd have a bald patch on your neck up. Yeah yeah, 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 right. Is there any other area of your body that they can take it from? My mum is so thick that she actually said, well, you've got a lot of chest hairs, why don't you just do that? I'm like, yeah, what a beautiful head of hair with chest hairs <laughs> sticking out. Like, <laughs> run your fingers through that. <laughs> I thought you meant your mum's hair was so thick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it, oh, it, it is, but it's donation. both. Donation. Yeah, okay. 
Okay, well, there is a, that's a beautiful. She's not, she not getting a transplant though, is she? <laughs> I mean, we're ripping into mum, but she's she's got a full. It's head. a beautiful Sorry. image though. You uh, Ben um, sitting your mother down and talking to her about your uh, hair transplant woes. Is, is she sympathetic about this, or she's offered to contribute financially to it? <laughs> I mean, she's a classic boomer. She's got a lot of investment properties. So, you know, it's like three weeks of tenants rent and I can get a head of hair and <laughs> not walk around loathing myself all the time. <laughs> but it's like, where does it stop? You know what I mean? You get the hair transplant. Is that gonna, are you going to be happy? Probably not. Ben, I always sure. thought you'd look wonderful with a big pair of naturals. <laughs> I got them. Some gorgeous breasts. <laughs> I'll pay for one. You pay for the other. <laughs> <laughs> the the um because it, it, it means you've got more testosterone, right? Is that any comfort? Uh, that no. it, yeah, no, what that's comfort a, is that? no, no. Um, oh, I don't know. When you go on a date, like I mean, because it's like you know, when when I used to do online dating, it's like, mm. what do you do? Do you do the picture of you bored where you're like, look at me? Because it's just absolutely, be, yeah. you, uh, absolutely. But otherwise, no one's, no you're, one's hitting. You're on living you. Tom Walker's joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, do you know how many dates I've been on where it's like the second date you got to do the big reveal and it's like it's <laughs> fucking. Brutal, man. Don't leave it till the second date, man. <laughs> Everyone's guessed. Also, the big reveal. <laughs> no one knows, motherfucker. No one's being. How, how, how much desolation is there? <laughs> oh boy, a breeze picked up, and that guy just put both hands on top of his head, like ah! <laughs> 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 like he was going to reveal ratatouille under there, <laughs> telling him what to do. <laughs> I think it could distract them by just setting up all your Muppets on one side and then taking your hat off and being like, ah! <laughs> and then they'll just be like, oh, shit. Muppet toys and your ball. What a catch. <laughs> yeah, honestly, well, I'm surprised that, that you didn't get stopped at the airport with all your Muppet toys, Ben, and then like, the security pulled you aside to put you on a list or something, you know? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, how do you want me to respond? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Here's the thing about you, Ben. What? You're an ugly pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, sir. <laughs> thank I you. Mean, thank you, Michael's Mr. Kind of you're kind of technically my boss these days. So, oh, thank you, boss, for uh, yes, calling me a pedophile on your podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The power imbalance is unbelievable here. <laughs> Uh, I've got right. to say though, a bald man—it's not the end of the world. I feel it's like it's so fucking easy for people that aren't bald to say that. <laughs> it's so easy. You know, but what about people, people who are having I've sex got, with a... people who are who are not bald or bald? Yeah, I, I, I've still had sex. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but as just, someone who is potentially—no, but it's just a thing. Like it's just a, it's everyone's got their thing. You know what I mean? Sure. My grandpa died at 88 years old, convinced that everyone was laughing at his inward-turning kneecaps. Oh. It's like you survived the Holocaust, bro. No one's looking at your fucking kneecaps. You, you made it out of Auschwitz. It's all good. Like, no one's thinking about your knees. But he was convinced that everyone's laughing at his knees. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we've all got some thing that we think that everyone can see, and no one gives a shit. Everyone's obsessed with their own fucked up knees or their. The guards are looking through the fence. Zatvan looks crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we hate all of them, but that one. <laughs> Keep that one around. He's fun to mock. <laughs> that you, that you, estunen unter unter mention. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This comes to us from... Uh... <laughs> interesting uh this comes to us from the uh, uh, the subreddit r slash bass awesome uh this is for people who play the bass which mm-hmm. if you picture a guitar subtract two strings there you go <laughs> has anyone felt cucked when a better bassist played your bass there's a guy in the front row laughing way too purely for that to have not hit you in the guts. You know what I'm saying? The other... Uh, yeah. Uh, the other day, some dude came up to me after the show and complimented my bass and my playing. Then he asked if I, he can try my bass, and I said, sure. The man just melted my face with his playing. After, the, after that, he handed my bass back and we chatted for a while. Apparently... He's a session bassist. (laughs) After he left, I could almost imagine my bass telling me, you never play me like that. (laughs) I've never been cucked before, but I think this is how it feels like. Far out. That is a dog power move. Mm. That's like Michael Hing showing up to an open mic and going, oh, can I just do a quick five and then going on and crushing? You know what I mean? That's like Hing getting like uh, uh, two out of the three of us on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki, you've got a TV career. (laughs) Um, No, I think uh, I can imagine. Did you play play musical instruments? No. No? no. I... um, Clarinet for, for, I mean, up until high school. Oh, hell yeah. We can't call that. Anything sexy? No, clarinets. What do you mean, clarinets? Uh, I guess the blowing. But <laughs> wait, did you say up until high school? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, that's Muppet territory, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> ben, hey Ben, as your PR, good to get that yeah. one in. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, a twelve-year-old? Not for me, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two big thumbs up. <laughs> Look, the Muppets was the more adult version of Sesame Street, okay? Let's just... <laughs> this is really not how I thought tonight was going to go. <laughs> um, no, because I could have... Can you... Okay, because... Obviously, he's writing that he thinks that the bass guitar doesn't respect him anymore mm. because obviously it's been played by a more, um, I don't know, a sensual bassist or whatever. <laughs> mm. But if you... Because obviously, 
if, if you're watching someone play a musical instrument and you're attracted to that, and then you see someone pick up that same instrument and play it better, like, how, are you writing off that guy, the first guy, do you think? Or are you... I feel, I feel like there's a ceiling on playing guitar being sexy. And I think around the mid-level of guitar skill, you're like, that person is so hot. And mm-hmm. then you get to someone who's playing in like 17-8 time signature, and you're like, nerd. <laughs> If you're like in the Mars Volta, yeah. no one's watching you play and being like, I have to get him to fuck me. <laughs> you're looking at them and being like, ah, I hope he knows how to cook. <laughs> like, I don't like thinking of him eating just crackers out of the bag, you know? <laughs> don't you think, like, I, I feel like there's a, there's a ceiling of skill where uh, there's a point where you reach where you're like, you just think of how long it took to get the skill and you're like, ugh. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you know you're that good, all of a sudden you're a wanker. You know, like, yeah. if, mm, if you're... If, I mean, the fact that I think, if I could speak on behalf of the bass, <laughs> the bass was out w- once, like, she was handed to someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you ask Yeah, to what does the guy me? gain from being like, oh, my job is playing the bass. Do you mind if I play that bass? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it flags a, a fundamental uh, uh, insecurity he has about his own skills, that he has to humiliate this guy. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Oh, is it, is it the good bassist? Has to go and like Yeah dunk like if on you the... know You're really good at something Yeah You know I mean anyone That's like a real master Doesn't go around Boasting how great You know It's like a cool guy A cool guy doesn't walk In a room and announce How cool he is He's just cool I think Yeah <laughs> You know what I mean Like how I'm sitting right now <laughs> Real cool guy Real cool guy I call it the relaxed kangaroo <laughs> For podcast listeners Ben is sitting And he has his legs Fully extended At a perfect 30 degree angle <laughs> I'm not threatening anyone. I'm not pointing at the crowd. I'm not pointing at you. I'm just oh, I like I'm it. pointing at you. Sorry. <laughs> did, did you decide to do that? Is that is it, when you said just that thing you said there, I'm not threatening anyone. Yeah. Did you just did you make was that a deliberate choice for you to what? make yourself small or whatever and relax so you weren't intimidating to the audience? Is that a thing you think about? Like what's going on? Okay, I didn't until now, but now every fucking time I'm sitting down, <laughs> I'm going to gonna have Michael Hing psychoanalyzing me. No. You're a pedophile. Why do you sit like that? What the fuck? <laughs> just because you said because you said I'm not threatening anyone and it was quite defensive and I was like has he sat I feel down like it's deliberate- a, I feel like it's a disarming way to sit don't you think so I think yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> Like, it's non-threatening. Like, I'm hugging myself, so it it exhibits, like, a level of self-consciousness. Like, I'm not too confident, but I'm relaxed, Mm. which exudes a sense of confidence that puts people at ease. Is everyone feeling very relaxed right now? (laughs) Would you you agree? (laughs) I think the the coolest thing you can do... I mean, what's better? Like, being all fucking edgy and, like, shifting and... (laughs) Are they my only two choices? (laughs) (laughs) They're my only two choices. It's either, t- it's either total comfort or I want to kill myself. Like, it's, not, I'm no, it's nowhere in between. <laughs> Why don't we try a silly one? <laughs> this is not how I was sitting on the plane when I had the Muppets Palace <laughs> diorama in my lap. Couldn't it? It'd slide right no. off. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Um, have you ever thought about uh, playing an instrument to get more attractive, Tom? Yeah. What? <laughs> What, did, what was what was it under consideration for you? I considered. I was like, I'd love to be in a band, mm-hmm. and then I realised you have to like actually be able to sing. Sure. I was like, can't do that. And then you, I was, you not, not, it's not just that you're tone deaf. You're like 
I, I, is beat is beat <laughs> beat deaf a word? I'm really? sure the listeners know that Michael Hing has perfect pitch. Yeah. So this feels like <laughs> but a real sting. no, because because when Tom, Tom and I were at uni, we would like write like sketches, and sometimes there'd be a song involved, uh-huh. and Tom would always be like. Hey guys, I'm going to sit this one out because it's because you okay. But in the years since, I think you'll agree I've grown. <laughs> yes, that's right. An angel has come to earth. <laughs> for, the, for those listening at home, blood is currently pouring out of the audience. <laughs> That was yeah. fucking awful. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, let me get a vocal run going. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> very good, Tom. Very good. That's, that was good. Me, and, me and Debbie will walk around the house just doing that to each other until, <laughs> until one of us will be like, I want to fucking kill you. <laughs> Always one of us breaks, never the same one. It's just the two of us walking around, either doing like Triple J fucking, you know, uh, like a version voice or, yeah. <laughs> I walk a lonely road. <laughs> Only one I ever known. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I wanted to become sexually attractive for sure, Michael. Thanks for <laughs> How was that? Didn't was work. That didn't work out. <laughs> didn't, no, yeah, you got to get you got to get a horrid little woman who doesn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You have you have uh, as they call it in the business, perfect pitch. And uh, yeah, but it's not. I, I don't have like cool. I don't have like well, but it's not. It's not from like musical, like like playing in a band kind of musical skill kind of thing. It's like from being whipped as a child to play piano three hours a day from my Chinese parent. You know, like it's... it's <laughs> that was a C. Thank you so much. No, it was... I think it was an E flat, but oh. I... Um, but no, so... Uh, Wait, you, you could say anything and I wouldn't... I know, this oh, is the thing yeah. I said... Okay, t- I, at your fucking wedding, because Hing was like, there are kids in the audience, so just no one like, you know, go blue or anything. And it got to the point where three separate speeches brought up the fact that Hing has perfect pitch because that's all we could say. <laughs> you said, anyway, it's fine. You also talked about my spreadsheet of backpacks, but what was the... the... <laughs> it was very limiting situation to do a wedding speech on. What would you like a remit now to tell one of the untellable stories? No, I forgot them all. <laughs> I was just focused on making fun of you for having perfect pitch. Okay. What, pi- what pitch is my speaking voice? Well, it's not really in, like, in pitch. Like, it's like... It's not. If you sing a note, I can tell you what it would be on a piano. I'm too but self-conscious. If, but to if sing. you, but if you like, there's no really? way a beautiful After flower all like this. <laughs> I only know Broadway show tunes. I sing Les Mis alone at, at home. Do Les Mis. Oh, really? Cats. Yeah, I'm really into Broadway show tunes. Oh, the empty chairs and empty tables. Em- empty chairs and empty tables. That one, that kind of what? stuff. You know? Hey. Yeah. Not my favourite Les Mis song, but I like oh. I like my my favourite Les Mis character. Master of the House. Russell, well, Russell Russell Crowe in the movie is outrageous. That's fucking the worst pitch you've ever heard in your life. Because he, I am Java. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best take. <laughs> I am Java. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> do you do that as a bit on stage? That's really funny. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Nikki. Do you, Nikki, do you have one for us? Uh, yes, I do. <clears throat> okay, guys. <laughs> I don't know why you gave this one to me, Michael Hing, but here we go. Um, the, the there is a man writing, and he is a 36 year old male. He says, "My girlfriend, 26 year old female, 10 year age girl, makes her vagina." 
talk to me and will not stop. <laughs> I'm already so heavily on her side. <laughs> okay, here he, this is him. She's amazing. Cute, funny, emotionally self-aware, great communication skills, everything I've ever wanted. She's also quirky and dorky, which is new for me. What a cunt! Um, <laughs> it's new for me, but I enjoy it after a lifetime of dating bad bitches. <gasps> bad bitches is in inverted commas. Um, I will now forever endorse dating dorks. Fuck off! Um, except this one thing. She thinks it's incredibly funny to manipulate her vagina and provide a voice for it. (laughs) (laughs) This lady rules. (laughs) It's so funny. It's so funny. Oh, God. Okay, he goes into absolute detail. I'll just be minding my own business, playing Vidya. Vidya? Is Vidya a Oh, what a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Vidya? Vidya? Vidya is like a Reddit or like slightly channy way of saying video games. Oh. So this guy, I, and I said... And he's that, never dated a dork. Fuck yeah. off. I think, I think this does apply to like every 36-year-old male who posts on Reddit, but this guy should kill himself. <laughs> like. Probably. Um... So I'll just be minding my own business, playing video or working on my laptop or whatever, and then boom. All, this is all in capitals. He's so lucky. Hey, handsome, how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> Are you hungry? I bought Cheez-Its. <laughs> Where's the problem? That's my question. Where's the problem it's so rules. far? She it's sounds rules. like a fucking delight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he says, there she is, dress hiked up, no panties, both hands gripping her vulva a foot from my head. <laughs> and making her lips talk to me in this horrible, high-pitched, Grover-esque Muppet voice. Oh! Honey, if you're listening, dump this cock and fucking I'm right here, let's go. <laughs> I've got a box of Muppet toys to show you. <laughs> What's a Grover at? Grove, Grove, Grover. Grover talk. I don't know. It's Grover. like a real bad voice. Grover. Grover. Oh. High pitch no, no, Grover would be like, Hey, handsome. How was your day? Are you hungry? I bought cheeses. <laughs> this might be the perfect woman. I'm in love. Yeah. Very Truly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you wrote it about me, but... but um, <laughs> I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think this person rules. I mean, I, I think, think the, the lady rules. I think this guy... I think he sucks. I mean, obviously we all think Oh, that. it's I, mean, I know maybe... this woman. Like, I'm not even joking. Really? Uh, well, I, I used to run a, uh, a night called Fuck Club. Both of you guys oh, yeah. did it many a, times. A comedy, a comedy night. A com- it was a, yeah. like a comedy performance art night. And I Alfred, actually never did it. You would have loved it, man. It was so much fun. I think I would have. It was I heard the stories and it scared me. Sometimes, but even when it was a disaster, it was like fun, like uh, you know, like watching. You saw a lot sometimes, of pure humanity. Well, sometimes it was a fun disaster, and other times it was simply a disaster. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. But one of our performers, as, as an example, just just before Ben tells it, just as an example of like things you might see, uh, is like 
Um, it was PH fuck as well, just yeah, in case. PH. Yeah, in case anyone's offended. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, you, might, you might go and you might watch someone like try some new comedy material, like stand up or something, and the, the comedians will sit at the back and heckle you and, and that kind of thing. Ben or had you might like go, ben had like a bass boosted, super compressed version of the Seinfeld theme. He'd play if anyone had an actual premise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So you would be like, you would hear a guy be like, uh, so uh, what's in the news? And yeah. then Ben just from up the back, you'd just be like. <gasps> Like just blowing out the speakers. But for for example, I went there once and saw a a guy who's now a. uh, I don't say he's he's not a successful comedian, but he's like he's still doing comedy. Oh, please no. (laughs) Please no. I mean, obviously, you'll know know as soon as I say. Oh, okay. I I I was just getting ready to go to to do a set, and I looked at the stage, and he because he'd gone quiet, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And he had slumped to the ground and was uh, had ta- had sort of pulled his pants down and was hiking his legs back towards his head trying to um well trying to do a real Tom Walker and um <laughs> and um yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to fillet himself trying to fillet himself but he but he was but he was but he wasn't like he what he what uh he and then all I remember is he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't do it. He, he couldn't, couldn't do it. Do it. And I remember, all, all I remember him saying is, oh, I've done it before when I'm hard. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and so then we were trying to arouse him, like, on stage. We were trying to get him into a place where he yeah. could fulfil his destiny. With but, words? Well, just with words and encouragement, but it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> Who would have thought, Ben, that you saying, go on, do it, wouldn't... <laughs> Anyway, this was this was like fifteen years ago. This room ran. Anyway, one of our performers, yeah. Her, yeah. one of her pieces was called the Oracle, where she would turn her vagina into a ventriloquist dummy, and people would go on stage and ask, like, as if they'd climbed to the top of Mount Everest, and they asked a yogi, like, a, a, a profound life question, and she would go, eh, "It's me, the Oracle," and like, it was in, an incredible. Act. Sure. Look, maybe you just have to be there, okay? <laughs> You're well, all on board for Grover Vagina, but not the Oracle. All right. Yeah, I think... Yeah, is the... I love that you've called it a piece. <laughs> One of her pieces, actually, was... <laughs> My, come on. <laughs> what was, can I just ask how she was wearing her pubes for this? Because that really is going to change the character a lot. Don't you think? <laughs> the Oracle had a luxurious beard. Like, right. a gr- like, so we're, like the whole... We're full bush. Full bush. Yeah, Lovely right. stuff. Okay. Uh, my understanding is if people go on stage and they're bald, they can get quite irritable about that. <laughs> 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 all right. uh, do we have any other comments about... Um, I think we just all agree this lady sounds like a, an absolute delight. Yeah, I think she's great. I think she's great. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those age gaps where, you know what, I don't. I haven't done the maths, don't know if it's, you know, the half your age plus seven. Oh, sure. Thing. But sure. also, this guy is obviously a big-time loser and <laughs> shouldn't be dating anyone, much less a 26-year-old, you know? But I mean, I'll get the, the, like, at the remotest end of giving him the benefit of the doubt, mm. maybe it feels childlike and he doesn't want to sexualise... Oh, sure. Grover? He yeah. probably shouldn't be dating someone 10 years his junior. <laughs> that is true. I feel like actually it's just, yeah, like he's concerned about it because he should be concerned about it. Is that really that dramatic? Huh? I'm doing that. I'm 42. I'm 42. That's a weird question if you're fucking 20. I'm like, look. It's bad? 10 years? No, I'm just saying, like, steer away from the Patrick age. Stewart's. Patrick Stewart's wife's like 40 years younger than him. Yeah, but it's not that, like that. That is weird. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, yeah that's weird. 
He's bald as well. So oh, fucking he's bald. Fucking, yeah, but he's rich. Ben, do you have one for us? I do have one for us. Uh, all right. Titanosaurus dinosaur for sale. In stock, $58,000. Ooh. Wow. And if you haven't guessed from the name Titanosauruses, fucking huge. Right. All right. Australotitan Copernius is the signature member of the family of dinosaurs known as Titanosaurus, which were the last sauropods to roam the Earth before the KT extinction 65 million years ago. Mm-hmm. This authentic scale design is first class and a unique opportunity to add this dinosaur to your collection. <laughs> it comes in seven pieces and is made for the best materials to suit the Australian conditions and weather installation fee applies. <laughs> so, do, does it say what it's made of? Is it fiberglass or is it like... No, it doesn't say what it's made of. I right. mean, you can. the audience can see a picture. It's pretty fucking huge. Oh, it is? Oh, fuck, yeah. fuck, that is huge! It's, it's probably, like a two-scale like, titanosaurus. It's probably like, like 30 wow. metres long, something like that, 20, 30 metres long. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so this, yeah, yeah. 20, uh, wait a minute. I think the, This would be made of standard, like, big Australian thing material, right? Oh, and that's yeah. like fiberglass. It's, it's 16 metres long yeah, wow. and 4 metres tall. Damn. How do we reckon he's come across this to be selling it? Great question. Do you think like, he makes them? No. Well, I reckon it just sounds like he swiped it from a dinosaur. <laughs> How do you do swipe you know? a 16 metre long dinosaur? In seven pieces, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> bit by bit. Base by base. He, takes, he, he gets on a plane with nothing yeah, in his bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see yeah. the Ocean's Eleven movie where they steal the 16 metre long dinosaur. That's fucking yeah. crazy. If you had a 16 metre long dinosaur, which can you think in your head, do you know where, if you, if you bought this or if you were gifted this, do you know where you'd put it? Would you have anywhere to put I it? I live in a studio apartment, no. <laughs> yeah. Put it, put it at mum's house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of mum's houses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I, because it doesn't, it's not animatronic, it doesn't move, so it's just a statue really, isn't you, it? You would assume it's for someone that wants to open a some kind park of theme or park. A theme park or something. Yeah. Some kind of... It's a, you know something. when you drive up the um, highway going north from Sydney and mm-hmm. you see the Gosford Reptile, Reptile Park? Reptile Park, yeah. That's, oh, yes. I mean, it's not quite that big, yeah, 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 but yeah. that's the kind of... Have you ever been to the Gosford Reptile? I've driven past that a million times. I've never actually wanted to go in, but, you know. I think it's more than reptiles as well, which I think undersells. What do you mean? Like, there's mammals. There's warm-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, are you talking about the employees? <laughs> The gift shop has at least two <laughs> stocking the shelves. You would have to be uh, doing a massive profit at your theme park to be able to invest fifty-eight thousand dollars into a. It's not even a ride. Like how, 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 how? Like how long does it take to pay off the dinosaur? Yeah, I want because the only the only dinosaur park I can think of in Australia was the one that former uh, member of Parliament and billionaire mining magnate Clive Palmer, of course, ran in Canberra? far north Queensland. I think. Oh, far north Queensland. He he opened uh, his two his two non-mining exploits, non-political non-mining exploits were he opened a Jurassic Park style. Well, not Jurassic Park style because they weren't alive, but like a <laughs> Jurassic Park on the in, on the far north Queensland coast, um, Maroochydore, I think it was, maybe. Uh, and it was just you could go there and look at some dinosaurs. Right. Uh, and the other one was obviously rebuilding the Titanic. Um, Titanic two, he wanted to rebuild, I yeah. believe. Mm. Didn't. Um, I don't think it ever came. Wait, to is the Dra- is his Jurassic Park still open? Is that a functioning theme park? I broke into that <laughs> in <What? laughs> 2018. As in 2018. Pa- yeah, you had a career in 2018. Well, that's so much more recent than I would have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. No, no, because yeah. I was. That's crazy. I can't remember the exact premise of why we were doing it, but we were. 
I've, was this like a hover and hang bit? Just no, to... no, no. This is pre Triple J. This is when I was at, this is when I was running for the Senate. I went. <laughs> <laughs> When I, was fra- when I was fraudulently running for the Australian Senate, I tried to... Yeah. I, I think I was trying to track down Clive Palmer or something for a video. I can't remember exactly what. But so I, at 2am, I broke into his dinosaur <laughs> park. We, we, we flew to Maroochydore and we drove into his... Because it's just like a resort kind of thing, and, but all the dinosaurs have been packed up. But we sort of drove around, we're asking the staff and stuff, like, oh, can you tell, show us where the dinosaurs were? And there was, like, one left, and it was all, like... It, like people had gone by and thrown bottles at it and stuff. It was all, <laughs> it was all fucked up. Like, it was all really damaged. Um, it was very sad, but, you know, I have no sympathy for him, obviously, because he sucks, but, um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Wow. Would you go to an actual Jurassic Park? Oh, great question. Uh, I feel like it'd be sad. You know what I mean? Oh, because it's like... Do you mean... Because being closed and, you know, seeing Apex... It'd be like going to the aquarium and seeing a great white shark. It would be very depressing. Yes. I think you're putting... uh, Look, as someone who I think would be carrying a different type of depression into the aquarium... (laughs) Wait, he's going to know you or me? Um, I think we're different and I would love to see the big fish. (laughs) (laughs) Because you would look at it and go... What a way to go. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, big fish. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be be beyond stoked. To me... You'd be stoked that something that powerful... That like is the apex pred like been around for? I'd be staring it down with a big fucking foam finger that says mammals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mammals, mammals, mammals. Yeah, stay in there, you long neck cunt. <laughs> you fuck what, off. Heckling the brontosaurus. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. T Rex wanders by. Oi, mate, look at this. Oh, I'm scratching my kneecap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> so this is unprecedented, but we're actually going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> would I think I'd go to Jurassic Park? I wouldn't act like Tom. I'm not a monster, but I would. Go. I think I'd want to see. Look at me! I'm in one of the spheres. <laughs> would you go, Nikki? Would you go to Jurassic Park? Yeah, I mean, like you know, at the beginning of the movie, I'd go. Yeah. Yeah. No. So none, none of us are going. None of us are going to the Lost Island. Right. <laughs> I would go. I just whenever I've been to the zoo or the aquarium, it's mm. the other humans that. Like make me want to vomit. Do you know what I mean? The way oh, the, sure. the way humanity interacts. They've got their foam fingers and they're yeah, talking. Yeah, you know, and like <laughs> like well, I was once at the chimpanzee enclosure at the zoo, and all these fucking primates, human primates, were standing around like, ah, look at them, they're so gross. It's like, no, you're the gross ones. They're fucking pure mm. consciousness, these guys, you're awful. <laughs> yeah. So I think, like, seeing a bunch of people taking, like, a selfie with a T-Rex, it's the same reason I wouldn't want to go into space tourism in ten years. Hang on. Can you imagine? This is quite a leap, go. No, but you know what I mean? Like, in ten because years, of the apex predators. in ten years, <laughs> there'll be shuttles, like, space shuttles in the shape of pink hummers, and fucking hen's knights will be shooting up into fucking space, and taking selfies for TikTok in front of the fucking... Like, check it out, I'm in front of the earth. And it's like this thing that should be, like, changing your consciousness and it's just flattened into content for the internet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It would make me fucking vomit. I couldn't deal with it. I'll so, be taking a photo of the earth from the and just, like, getting a photo of the blue dot then sending it to everyone in my contact list, like, <laughs> ugly photo of you. <laughs> Right. Uh, 
we are we are approaching the end of the hour, so let me let me take us home with one last one. Uh, this is this is fresh. Back to the premise. Yes. This is fresh. Uh, this was sent in by former guest on the show, Naaman. Uh, thank you, Naaman. And uh, this is from this is local to Sydney. This is from the Marubra, Coogee, Matraville, and surrounding suburbs social group. Uh, this is posted by someone called Earl. Uh, so this is posted about I think it was about a I think Naaman sent this to me about five days ago. Um, this is Earl writes. I'm looking for a, and then there's a list of people he's looking for. I'm looking for an indigenous person, a Jewish person, open brackets, rabbi or not, close brackets, Uh a Muslim person, open brackets, hijab maybe, close brackets, (laughs) a Christian wearing a cross, an Indian, an Asian, a person of African heritage, open brackets, Afro, close brackets, and any other ethnicities. I want to photograph you together by the cube in Maroubra Beach and do some beautiful portraits of how lovely and diverse Maroubra is and how we all live together in peace with much love. I want to work on some amazing photos of our community and our people. Anyone keen? That could have gone very differently, so I'm glad that it ended that way. Yeah, Uh, it could have been a guy who was just scared of walking into a bar alone. (laughs) (laughs) They've uh, immediately followed up saying... Uh, this is an hour later, they write, still need rabbi and indigenous Australian, maybe also very open-looking LGBT person. <laughs> this, is, this is my favourite comment on it. This is someone called Roisin has posted, and what about the wonderful Irish? <laughs> uh, Earl replies at Roisin, yes, sure. <laughs> Um, and then the other one that I thought was quite funny. <laughs> oh, this... <laughs> Someone, you know, because people are like trying to, because everyone's earnest in these groups. Everyone's just like old earnest people. Uh, someone called Tracy writes, uh, replies to them, maybe people with disabilities if they are interested as well. Uh, Earl replies, yes, deaf. I'd love to do one just for them too. Which <laughs> sounds a bit like segregation if I'm honest. <laughs> then someone writes, then uh, Gisela writes, uh, and I think they're trying to do a joke, like a, a sort of a bit of an off, uh, bit of an off joke. They write, all in one room could be dangerous given the current climate, which is a bit like, well, they're trying to be funny, but it's a bit like, yeah. and Earl writes back, nope, that's what Western media wants you to believe. <laughs> Anyway, so, look, I don't know if anyone's interested in contacting Earl and being part of this, this, this fo- photo- photography exhibition. Do you know exhibition. what nationality Earl is? Is Earl just a white, is Earl a white guy? I would guess nondescript. Nondescript. I would say, I would say, look, look, obviously, uh, Fredo Goodhome is no stranger to some dubious racial silence. Sure. <laughs> but given that Ben's not here, I'll have to step in. I... <laughs> Ben was here and be like, he has the sloping brow of the Eurasian steps. I, again, I don't know if we ever put this to air, but one time, Ben, we were doing a lot. This is during lockdown, so we're all not at our best selves. But um, the guests were me, Alex Lee, and Cameron James and Naaman Zhao. And Ben made us, wanted us all to line up in, the, uh, in order of best to worst HSC marks. <laughs> And it went how you imagined. Anyway, I... (laughs) 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 The Chinese one with the glasses is the biggest one. (laughs) Just Cam James is like, right, I'll be down this end then. (laughs) Uh, What about the wonderful Irish indeed? I would... (laughs) 
I would guess Earl. I would guess Earl could be anything for. Uh, could be white. Could be Mediterranean. Could be South American. Sure. I would. I would describe them as vaguely olive skinned. Uh, but okay. you know, who, who knows? Who knows? Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. Who knows? Who knows? What, um, so what races didn't d- didn't? Great question. So we've got indigenous, Jewish, Muslim, Christian. Uh, not a race, I guess. But I mean, none of the yeah, races. You know, show Indian, I'm, Asian, African. I mentioned. So yeah. who's missing? We're missing. Oh boy, LGBT. we're gonna look bad if we miss someone here. No, 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 they no, added no, LGBT. But he's oh, they still did. looking for a couple. A couple yeah. didn't respond. Irish. Oh, still still looking for a rabbi and indigenous Australian. Right. So like, a rabbi slash Jewish person. So Ben, you're in luck. You could go down if you want. I got to yeah. say, if a fucking if, if a post goes on going, hey Jews, meet me down here. <laughs> like I think we're just kind of genetically programmed to not respond. <laughs> 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 just on like just you know, like putting it into a historical context I'm yeah. just not responding to that so I'll, in, I'll just stay yeah. at home today you and your funny little knees are walking the other way <laughs> oh my goodness alright well I am I am I am done um let's uh... <laughs> Um, I, I don't usually listen to the show. Are there as many racial and pedophile references normally, or is that just? A... I'd say it like comes and goes. Yeah, it's it like it, goes. it's sort oh. of it's it wouldn't be it's not like every yet, but it like it's, okay, it, would, yeah. it would pop up every now. Often it's just nice to know that it's not just me that's brought this. It's, it's not you. I think usually well, there's a lot more the like people, chewing into uh, the microphone. Yeah, often it's the people. <laughs> often it's the people in the classifieds we're reading out who are accusing of being racist. Right. And, um, so I guess it's novel that you're actually a guest on the show. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, uh, Ben, do you have anything you want to plug Before we get out of here? Uh, I have, uh, they're a bit old But I've got a podcast called Thank God for David Attenborough Where I sit and get high with biologists And watch David Attenborough And we talk about nature and, and that And that's a lot of fun yeah, And a podcast great. I did ages ago with Cameron James Called Why is Cats? And it is a meta deconstruction of the musical Cats <laughs> uh, And it ends with us interviewing uh, Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat From the actual movie uh, and it's, it's the thing so I'm the good. most proud yeah. of. I love that podcast. It's, yeah, it's a great, great podcast. podcast. Yeah. Why uh, is Cats? Yeah. Uh, Nikki, what are, you, what are you coming up? Yeah, it's such a good question. Um, I, <laughs> I'm i doing the Adelaide Fringe. You're doing a tour, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. no. Nope. I'm not? not doing it. No, I'm not doing a full tour. Just I'm Adelaide. doing last year's show at the Adelaide Fringe because I didn't get a run there. Only three nights. You guys, everyone in the room, probably not going to be there. But, but that's okay. We, would have, we, have got, we got listeners to Adelaide. Yeah, mm-hmm. come along. I'd love to see you, Adelaide. Um, and other everything else to to TBA. <laughs> She's having a year off, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Tombo, what have, what do you what do you got coming up? Oh, check out Twitch.tv slash Tom Walker. You know, there's some great stuff over there. Highlights is, up is on the, the YouTube. Is the coin stream a VOD or something? It's is still a, a VOD, but I'm getting an edit of it made to put up on YouTube. So cool. an editor is currently going through eight and a half hours of me <laughs> of me saying, I know I'm wrong. I know objectively I'm wrong, but I do think this coin is like 53% tails. I know. And I know I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. Like it's yeah. So so my edit, an editor called Shadelock is working on that. That'll be up on uh, a YouTube channel uh, from Sunday. So check my socials for that. And then also you're doing you you touring this year. I'm doing a tour. Yes. I'm doing a show called My Treasures, My Beautiful Treasures. It's going to Adelaide, Melbourne. If you're there, it'll be in Sydney at some point as well. But, cool. And also I'm doing a work in progress of that here. If you want to see it while it's bad, <laughs> like and like right after this. What? Because uh, previously you've done shows that are... I mean, the, the sort of variety of stuff you do is quite... I mean... I Yeah. It ver- sorry, the quality varies... Not the quality, sorry, the... <laughs> the um, 
the like no, I the, agree. The, the form varies quite yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. from You're like right. multimedia presentations to m- full mime shows. So yeah. what is this? This is me talking about my obsessions <laughs> with the internet, and it is almost entirely just stand up. I don't have any multimedia. It's just it's just you talking into a microphone. Yeah. Hot oh, damn. Yeah. And baby, it's crushing. <laughs> Uh, I'm also going to be in Adelaide doing a split bill show with Tom Ballard. I think tickets are basically done for that, so you don't need to. I mean, you can come along if you want. Anyway, uh, would you please thank uh, our, our guest host? Almost seems like something you wouldn't even That's mention. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, please thank you guys over the things. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if you want to come, it's fine. Uh, Tom Walker, everybody. Nikki Britton and Ben Elwood. Thank you so much to ITS, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.